right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, Elevated Friendship. How do you feel about all this going on? Now, I'm going to tell you how I feel, but how do you feel? Let's make it plain. All right, you all. So, yes, let's talk about yard care. So, I mean, there were there were several things that I feel like I did a great job, you know, with this year. And, you know, the landscaping is kind of um, one of those things that highlights everything that you're doing uh, as far as yard care and, and you know, the trimmings and, and all that good jazz. Um, but the, the trees, like that's where, you know, for me, it's it really is all about the trees. So at present day, um, you know, been in my home about five years, the trees equally about the same age. Um, we've got three. The one in the front is some kind of jasmine blossom type tree. All I know is I call it the cake. Every year, there's about four or five cakes, white, they're like white cakes that bloom out and blossom um, from about May to June. Right. And in May they 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 boom out and then by June they're just baked out of there. They just get baked up. So that little jasmine blossom or whatever it's called in the front, um, really cute tree, but it's only cute, you know, it only actually looks good for one month, and that's why it's it's not too hot, it's not too cold. The other two that we have are autumn blaze maples. And probably one of the most beautiful trees. Great shade. I want another one. <laughs> I do want another one. Uh, but the autumn blaze maples get that nice fire, that nice red, you know, during the month of October. And um, I'm all for it. Uh, I, I absolutely love these trees. I would plant maybe four or five more if I could. I don't have no room. But I would plant four or five more if, if, if we could because they're just... They're gorgeous trees, and and this is coming from a guy that I normally would not pay attention. Like, I know what a pine tree is. I know what a palm tree is. I think I know what an oak tree looks like. <laughs> and then you've got, like, the maple, maple leaves. Like, I know what the maple leaf is because of the sports world. I know what that leaf looks like. And then if you have to rake them up anytime, you know, you got to go to grandma's house and rake up leaves. You know what that maple leaf looks like, them big old strong trees, because you got to rake it up. So you, you get real familiar with it, with what it is when you have to work it. Um, but these Autumn Blaze maples were simply gorgeous. They provided all of the shade that we needed to survive the baking of July. And these trees really did bake. <laughs> I'm not even joking. These trees really baked. Um, so, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's crazy just just to think about how just beneficial the trees are to your yard health and saving it. And that's why I want another one. I want a third one. Because, um, yeah, now, now that I'm talking about yard care, I can talk about how much the sun beat down on the south side of the street. So the south side of the street, if if, if you're looking at my home, my home faces the east. So I get that nice you know, sunrise every morning. It's, it's beautiful. I get that nice sunrise every morning and it just passes right through the house. And as the day gets a little bit lighter, the whole home is equally lit. 
Um, I, we really don't have to use a lot of um, lights at all during the day. Like there, sh we shouldn't. Um, but the <laughs> the south side of the house is right near the street. So you, I mean, the grass just bakes and cooks and bakes and cooks. You know, during that hot month of July or sometimes August. So having a sprinkler system, and and if you don't have a sprinkler system. Um, I highly advise that when you move or get into your new home or if you build, you have it put in. It's much easier to put in before the home is settled. The roots and the trees and, and, and the grass and all that is settled. It's much easier to do that, um, you know, on the way in versus once the, the ground and all that is good and settled. Um, but we had to turn on the sprinkler system a lot. <laughs> Or I snuck and did it anyway. And so we usually, you know, water. Um, it's like, yeah, what? Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning at 6 a.m., 5, no, 5 a.m., you know, just before it starts to, you know, heat up a little bit. You know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, watering every morning um, the second it stops raining. So that good March. I want to say March and April time when it's raining, you know, track and field season. Yes, thank you. Can't have a track and field season without some controversial uh, schizophrenic or or, or, or uh, bipolar weather, I should say. Um, so, yeah, while it's raining and you got 50s and 60s and 70s and rain and 50s and 60s and 70s and rain in, you know, March and April, we really don't need our sprinkler system. I and mean, we don't we don't even touch the button and turn it on. But once the end of May comes, right, once the end of May comes and then, you know, mm, those kind of hot days are coming and you kind of see this starting getting a little dry. Yeah, we turn on the, the sprinkler system. We have that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, you know, 5 a.m. And then usually just as it's going off, I'm sipping my coffee and you know getting ready for my day and having a good time so you know the shading of the trees helps i mean now this is this is just talking summer right <laughs> this is just talking summer um the shading of the tree really helps the summer the timing of the watering really helps because get that nice cool dampness um without allowing mushrooms to grow so that's why we water at 5 a.m. You know, so the watering really helps. We like to give it that nice watering just before uh, the sun rises to let it kind of drench in and, and, and get in there. And then when the sun comes up, give it, you know, give it that nice, you know, awakening. Um, but then we also go with a company that provides us a really nice lawn care. Um, they come out and, um, and drop seeds about six times a year. And uh, we have the bluegrass, which we did not realize moving into this house. <laughs> we have the bluegrass, um, which doesn't, I don't know, I, I'll just be honest. It's not as pretty as the fescue grass. That fescue grass gets that deep, dark tone to it, and it just looks like better grass. Like if you've ever seen like AstroTurf, when they have like the, the turf that's lighter and then the turf that's darker right next to it, 
it's like that turf that's lighter, you know, on that football field. And my neighbor was just like, well, if the grass is green, you're good. And I'm like, ah, no. Emerald colored grass, that darker green grass versus that lighter green grass. Like, you know, there's a difference, you know. And if you go on a golf course, you just know, you know better. Um, so, yeah, it's... um. It's kind of funny to, to look at it from that aspect. Um, but yeah, so going from the spring to the summer, um, the trees help. The watering helps. The lawn care helps. And, you know, just, just looking at the overall appeal of the yard, um, we were in it maybe about, I want to say, a year. And the covenants of our neighborhood, you know, uh, they asked for, I think it's like one or two trees that everybody has one or two trees on their, their lot or their property. And so we were like, okay, cool. We can do that. And we found, you know, a nice company here that can come out and plant trees and does a great job of it. Um, that does tree shrubs, you know, they do trees, they do landscaping, they do all of it. And we had them do some landscaping for us. And my wife and mother-in-law went out and planted actual pots um, in addition to what they had done, you know, kind of spruce up the look of the house. So um, there is uh, <laughs> there is a really nice, um, you know, landscaping running along the south side of the house, um, which is exactly where I said it cooks. So it's a really nice landscaping running along the side. It's just some mulch. It's just about two feet wide away from the house, just a little bit of mulch, and then where my um, my wife and, and mother-in-law planted, um, you know, really nice bushes, really nice um, uh, plants back there, and then some, you know, kind of like those wild grasses that go up. I mean, I guess they're not supposed to go that wild, <laughs> but um, they do come up pretty wild. I like them because they're wild and bushy, and, and it just, it has a nice look. <clears throat> but um yeah we have those that wrap around to the back of the house that landscaping of mulch that wraps around the back of the house where they manually put plants on their own and then there was the retaining wall on the back right that retaining wall on the back um <laughs> in the back of the house um it, it just kind of runs you know, right along the, the, the back basement window. And um, we do not have a walkout basement. So that retaining wall just kind of runs right off of the north side of the house. Remember I told you my house faces the east. It runs right off the north side of the house. And it is not a walkout. So that retaining wall is just kind of sitting right in between the north wall it, it runs off of the north wall and um, kind of goes kind of flat out from uh, the patio. Because our patio, if you're standing on our back patio and you look down and to the right, you can see that the uh, retaining wall runs off the north wall. The retaining wall was put in horrible. <laughs> the retaining wall was horrible and um, it was kind of done in a hurry. And to be fair... This house is, you know, I mean, it's still settling, right? 
you know, uh, uh, five, seven, five to seven years, you know, the house is still settling. You know, it was not planted here originally by Mother Nature. So it is still settling and, and moving. And <clears throat> even though it's at a very slow rate <laughs> and, and slowing down, um, that retaining wall was, boy, that was a vole and mole kingdom. Oh, God. Now, me being lazy, and this is me actually being lazy. I don't have any problem admitting this. I would look at it and just be like, huh, okay, whatever. Well, it started to, um, <laughs> it started to uh, get worse. And it was at a point where I could see rain literally washing through the retaining wall from tunnels in the ground from voles and moles. So I did my best, not going to lie, y'all, I did my best to sp spray repellent, you know, to get rid of them, spray my repellent. And then um, my neighbor, my neighbor gave me these like tablets. I didn't realize the tablets like get rid of them. <laughs> I thought the tablets are more of a repellent to make them leave. Oh, they left. All right. So <clears throat> which is kind of sad. Like, I don't want my house to be a place of doom and gloom for, for anybody, but it is my house. Um, so, yeah, um, after um, after getting rid of them, the retaining wall was nice and clean. We had it redone. We went right back to that same company that did our, um, our uh, landscaping and trees. And what they gave us is phenomenal. It's just larger, big, thick uh, stones that match the color of our house. Um, it, 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 it just intensifies and beautifies the look of the home. So, I mean, this, this retaining wall in the back almost looks better than some of the stuff we got going on in the front. And nobody's ever going to see it. So, <laughs> I mean, we could do anything we want, but nobody's ever going to see it. And um, we see it. You know, your wife sees it, your husband sees it, or, you know, as a couple, you see it, you know, um, whomever you love and whomever you're with, um, you're going to see it. But, you know, it, it is it from a, an efficiency standpoint, it is a lot better. So, yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, all together, because there's a little bit of landscaping in there. There's some trees planted in there also that look amazing. Um, it just, it looks about 10 times better. Not going to lie. Um, and this is where, this is where for me, some of those DIY products are very, very valuable. Very, very, very necessary, right? Like if I could have done something like this on my own time, it probably would have taken me a good four to five months to do it. Just work and you know, chasing around the kids and, you know, doing stuff like that. And, I'm, and I, you know, I'm, I'm in three places every day, right? I'm, I'm working, coaching, working out myself, you know, chasing around my, my, my daughter and, and, you know, being a husband and, and, you know, trying to make sure I keep it in the right order, right? <laughs> so me doing a DIY project of digging or getting the people together to dig or getting the parts together or getting that, you know, uh, uh, the, the cat to dig, 
<clears throat> you know, getting the equipment and then, you know, paving it out and then making sure I'm doing a good job, right? Because I don't do this a lot. Um, you know, DIY is easy when you're not dealing with the elements, right? You got outdoors, rain. Will it rain and wash everything away before I can, you know, put together this stone and, and pack it down um, with the dirt equally, right? At, at a balanced rate so it doesn't run back into the home, away from the home, or just into a mud slop pit, you know, all together. So it does help to to have people doing the job that know what they're doing. Um, because once they finished that, I was like, like I watched them outside. I was working, working from home. This was right before COVID. It was either right before COVID or toward the end. And I'm watching them. It was a crew of about four or five people. They had equipment that obviously I would love to use, right? They had great equipment and, and all that. They had great equipment, but like, <laughs> I, there's no way I can honestly say I would have been able to possess all of that equipment, all of that skill, and get the job done at the same amount of time. Because no lie, some of these stones were at least 50 pounds a piece. And it's like, I got, I got weight equipment at home. I go to the gym. I know how it feels to move 45-pound plates. I know how it feels to bench anything from 100 to 300 pounds. Like, so it's not about strength. But being able to do it in a safe manner, not lose my fingers, right, and place it on the right way so that it looks good, I don't know about all that. And these are men that do this all day, right? So if it would have been smaller bricks, an easier job, yeah. Yeah, I would have been able to do that. Do the masonry and, you know, get lay it, lay the foundation and, and, and make it look good. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. But still, we're talking about time. Time that, you know, a buddy of mine who's a Marine, who's been the work, who has been the efficiency. He's been all these things. He's like, you need to just pay these people to do what they got to do and keep this economy rolling. If you got the money and it's not going to break the bank, it's not going to hurt you at all. And you could afford to do it two or three times. If you've got the bank, just do it, right? Pay to have a professional do it. Then you can hold them accountable for whatever goes wrong. You can blame them for whatever goes wrong. And you can have them come out. And most places through customer service do want to help you because it's their name on the line, right? It's their company on the line. And, you know, last but not least, um, about this time, or not not this time, I want to say uh, last spring. It was exactly last spring. Um, I took matters into my own hands and wanted to clean up the areas around the trees. And you know, this was really exciting for me because I had I went down the rabbit hole and looked at <clears throat> several, you know, DIY projects where people were building up you know, building up the lower end of uh, areas that they wanted to, you know, beautify around trees. So they had like the lower, the lower end because all of my trees are on a slant, right? My whole yard runs down. It, like my house is facing east. My whole, my whole house is on a decline going east. So all of my trees 
literally have one side is inclined, one side is declined, if you're standing, looking at them the, the right way. So in, in my money is not an, an, an object, money is not a problem type of mindset, I'm looking at this tree thinking, what if I have a level bed of, uh, you know, of mulch running across the bottom of the tree and I build up the bottom with a retaining wall similar to the one by the north, the, the northwest side of my house, right? So that's if money isn't an object. Then after talking to the wife and just chatting, I started to realize after talking, these trees are very young. <laughs> They're going to grow and boom and blast out of their shoes just like a teenager. So I'm not buying, like in reference to a teenager, if you buy this boy a size nine shoe his freshman year, don't expect him to wear that all the way through to his senior year. He might wear a 12. And that's my story, right? I come into high school um, wearing a size 10 shoe, and by the end, I'm wearing 11, 11 and a halves, right? Those roots are going to grow, and they're going to bust up and knock up all of my work and my retaining wall and all that. So this is what I was allowed to do. <laughs> what I allowed myself to do. I just made a perfect 360, a perfect circle around both all three of the trees. I'm of a little cute one in the front yard. And I've, you know, I want to say about three feet in in uh, uh diameter away from the trees in um the southwest and the south. Um and I made just a nice parameter, just a nice circle. Um, I dug it up really well, placed, you know, placed the mats down, um, dug up the earth just to kind of keep the plants and everything from growing through through there. Um, got the nice dirt ready and flat, laid the laid the tarp and the, the protective coverings down, the nettings down, and then, you know, cover my mulch. I put the put the uh, brace around it, full 360 brace around it to kind of keep the grass and the, the dirt and mulch separate. Then laid that mulch down. Neighbors could not get enough. They loved it. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely loved it. So, you know, it, it was a, a, a really fun project. Um, the digging was a little bit rough um, because there were two or three. There were two or three um, roots that were very tough to maneuver around. So I'm, I'm going to say two on both trees. Actually, on all trees, there were roots growing to the north and the east. So there was a root growing to the north and the east on both sides. And um, yeah, that, it just, man, it was crazy. They just did not want to grow uh, or did not want to go. And uh, I felt bad for it, but I was like, oh, I'm trying to complete this look, so don't mess up my thing. Um, But yeah. Neighbors loved it. Everybody loved it. My wife <clears throat> later put some, you know, lights around it, you know, some, you know, uh, uh, solar lights that light up around at night. And, you know, all is well, all looks good. Um, aside from that, um, I do have a push mower and this is where it gets kind of personal. Um, I do have a push mower. Um, we came to this house with a push mower 
I did have a riding mower, you know, it was a gift. It was an older, older gift, um, because the, the owner was getting a new one. And during that time on the riding mower, um, now, now this was dealing with a, a, a newborn, right? It was not my intention <laughs> to gain weight while I was on that riding mower at all. Like that was not the intention at all. But um, I did. Your boy gained some weight. I was not running track and field at this time. I was not a national champion at this time. And I was, you know, steadily gaining weight and eating good and, and eating bigger lunches, eating bigger meals. So, <clears throat> you know, after getting on that riding mower and, you know, breezing through the yard nice and quick, um, the parts that I could get to, there's some parts that I have to still push mow. Um, because of the steep decline, um, I, I had to give it away. The The steering wheel was much too tough to turn. And yeah, your boy was just gaining weight. Cakes and pies, cakes and pies. And I finally switched back. So it is a pretty, you know, big yard. I went and got a lighter, just Toro mower. It's a 21-inch blade. Um, and mowing was not bad, right? Um, I had a nice little schedule. You know, I like to I like to get as much as I can done outside of the work week. So, you know, I try to mow on Saturdays and Sundays, you know, get out with the family, do it all on those kind of days. Because for those of you that know, once you got your kids stuff going on and you got to get to work, they got to get to school, they got band or dance or football or soccer and you know, volleyball and track and all that, like trying to trying to mow the grass during the week for me is an hour commitment, right? It's an hour commitment. And I do take time to hedge and clean up uh, uh, the sidewalks. I don't want grass touching my sidewalk, right? <laughs> so I have these nice lines along the sidewalk and the grass to keep the grass from touching the sidewalks on both sides, the street side, the the sidewalk side, and then touching um, into the grass. So I keep that grass off of there. And I learned that while living in my neighborhood, you know, I just started, I, I saw my neighbors doing it. Um, I have a, two neighbors, one that looks like an old, uh, a old uh, Cedric the Entertainer, and the other that looks like a tall Bill Cosby. And uh, both of them have perfect lawns. So I moved into a neighborhood where the only two black elders in the neighborhood have the best lawns. And so I was like, okay, you know, game recognized game. I don't want to be that 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 black family, that black man out here with the, the bad yard. <laughs> so that big burn spot in the yard. So I'm like, okay, I'll I'll willingly do this and and I enjoy it. It's a stress reliever. I burn a lot of calories. I get up a good sweat. Um, anytime I've ever been like sick or something, I can go out and mow and, and do the yard. And I usually feel better afterwards. And especially during COVID, like I didn't want to go to the gym. I canceled my gym membership. So I was out here mowing and all that stuff and and, and taking care of my yard. So, um, yeah, I did have a nice cadence with the push mower of mowing, you know, uh, uh, once or twice a week, definitely two, 
maybe three times a week in April. Um, and then in, uh, I want to say in June, um, when the heat and the rain pick up, that's when it started to get kind of intense. Cause I had to bags, I had to bag some of that grass and, and get rid of it. Um, unless somebody wanted to use it for their garden or something, um, outside of our neighborhood because our covenants does not allow gardens so um yeah i have a neighbor that lives outside of the covenants that like to use our mulch sometimes for um for their garden and we had a nice trade i give him the mulch he give me some tomatoes or some onions or you know stuff that you know is just just delicious right so yeah you know we we switched off of the riding mower to the push mower, but I am secretly looking for a wider push mower. So if y'all want to get at me, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm looking for a, a 31 inch push mower now because I still like the push mower. Um, <clears throat> there's parts of our yard that are not safe enough to be on a riding mower because you might tilt over. So a wider push mower um, where I'm already on the ground, you know, seems like a, a more fun route. So yeah, aside from that, um, yeah, it's been good. Um, I might get a bigger mower. I'd love to have uh, another tree and then possibly um, do something with this back patio. Um, when you walk out of our, our, you know, back, the back of our home, there's only one exit. So you walk out of the back of the home, there is only room to walk straight out um in, in into the ground so um yeah it would be nice to have some type of a patio or something that extends out you know to entertain friends and family just have a good time um we'll be we'll be looking into that and you know take care of things so you know um you know you keep your security and all that on and just take care of yourself out there and yeah we'll we'll see you know it's winter time, so now that I get to get my snowblower out, and if you live in four seasons, you know, you get the snowblower out, check to see if that's running, check to see if that's going, and uh, yeah, do do the, uh, whatchamacallit, um, decorations, holiday decorations, we've got, you know, Halloween, Thanksgiving, uh, uh, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Super Bowl, there's Super Bowl, some people might do stuff for that based on your team, um, you know, then you've got, like, Valentine's Day, I do, I do a little lighting for that outside, uh, St. Patty's Day, of course, gotta do St. Patty's Day, um, not, not for the pop culture, but if you are Irish, um, and then, yeah, from March till, uh, I'm trying to think, March till, uh, wait, did I miss Mardi Gras, like Fat Tuesday and all that? Yeah, I, I, I always forget when that is. I've only been down in like the French Quarter once during that time, and boy, that's, that's a mess. It'll swallow you up, so be careful. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's not much going on between, I want to say, like, March. You got, like, March Madness. And then um, you just start it all over again, you know? And then you can get back out there. But, yeah, as far as decorations and all that, 
it gets really silent um, for a while. There's not really much you can do outside if you live in a place that has snow. Um, but then, yeah, once you get to March, April, May, we're back out and doing it again. So, yeah, I did do a great job of keeping just the yard clean and neat. Kept the grass off the sidewalk. Um, kept it neat and clean, just those nice straight edges. Kept it nice and clean. And, um, yeah, um, we'll see. Larger mower, maybe another tree, um, maybe a bigger patio. That would be the, the wish list. Because, um, yeah, I mean, the, these things increase the look of the home and with trees, the value of the home, right? And some of the neighborhoods that are more established, I mean, when you're flying over them, all you see is the trees. You can't see the homes at all, which during storms and power outages is not fun. But for the rest of the year, just the look of the homes, right? The look of the homes is phenomenal because during the summertime, you got shade. For the wintertime, or I'm sorry, the fall, you have, um, you know, the, the, the autumn, right? It's just that wintertime when there's blizzards and all that, that's the only time it's kind of scary because if it's blowing around or if stuff falls on wires and you don't have like buried lines, buried cables, if it's all aerial, that's the only time it's, it's actually really sad and scary, right? <laughs> Other than us, I'll say like this summer, if you have like tornado winds, you know, blowing all in crazy conditions, um, that is kind of scary. I won't lie. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. I love you all. Hope you want me back. And uh, yeah, let's uh, make sure you take care of your yards, your trimming, your hedging and, and, and uh, landscaping and trees. And yeah, we'll have a good year. So, yeah, goodbye to the yards uh, for 2022, and we'll see you again in 2023.